Then my ice cream truck. Summertime, fine jury dripping. Seen you on pickings with a bunch of chickens. How you clicking? I kept shooting strong notes as we got close. She rock rope, honey throat smelling like impost. Your whole shell, baby's wicked like Nimrod. Caught me like a freshwater scrub. Or may I not be God? Attitude is very rude, boo. Crabby like seafood. It turns me on like vines to your law rule. Della Talk, season 14, episode 2. We back live. <laughs> no, uh. We here. This no man fucking. Just into the mic. Improv in the beginning. I don't improv shit. I do. I do shit off the top of the head, but it's not improv. Um, Yo, if you really think about it, everything is improv. Like impromptu. Everything. What do you well, mean everything? Im- improvised. Like every every decision a human being makes is improvised. Like oh, even if you try and like base it off logic. This boy hit the daff before we start getting on the pod. No, no, because look, one plus one is always two, yeah. except when it's not. And when it's not is when you're trying to decide something. So I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about at this point. Let's, let me just say this. When you're <laughs> thirsty, what do you do? Drink water? Sometimes you don't. <laughs> you're a psychopath. <laughs> you, if you're thirsty, you don't drink water, my nigga. <laughs> what I'm saying is you don't do it immediately. You may reach for a different beverage. You may, you know, say, I'll drink something later. You know what I'm saying? I have no clue where you're trying to take the pod today, but hey, Plus, like, it's your world. We living in it. Do you pour yourself the same amount of water each time? It's all improvised, bro. I, Sometimes you might want like just like the. I kill the planet and drink a uh, bottle of water all the time. So every time you drink water, you drink the same amount every time. But if it's a bottle of water, yeah, it's, it should be the same amount of ounces in the, in the same amount of time. Yeah, I chug it always. One this shot, one kill. This fucking robot over here hates <laughs> nah, having I'm a real jo- discussion. I'm jo- I'm Imagine. <laughs> Nobody does everything one time the same always. Like I have, I think I people have routines, but nobody does everything the same always. But I, I think I'm a say, little more OCD than normal people are. That is like um, a habit, especially with people like on the spectrum. They like, let's say, with like when they eat something, that's all they'll want to eat for like six months straight. Yeah. Like, like a, like a lasagna or something. Like, all they want to do is just eat that lasagna. Like, I remember watching this shit about, um... Do you remember My Strange Addiction? <laughs> I never watched that show personally, but I know people who watch that show. There was, like, a British version, which was even more nuts, where all this dude would eat was basically, like, Pillsbury biscuits. Like, at the oven and shit. And he would eat that for, like, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. No nutrients at all. At all the nigga no, eating is butter and flour. <laughs> Like, that dude weighed, like, 60 pounds. That's crazy. They eat biscuits every fucking day. They weren't really biscuits. They were, like, this Portuguese, like, Yorkshire pudding type thing. But, like, the, yeah, it's disgusting either way. It was I mean, crazy because they would say that England he... eat, like, shit anyways. Oh, facts. Like, people from England don't have a real diet. I think they just consume hatred and, like, soccer. No, no lie. I think, like, renownedly, the world would tell you that the worst food is from England. Oh, for sure. Cause like I don't who, think that's a real competition either. But they even say that shit. And what I think is like even the best chefs in England aren't. They're like immigrants, or like their parents from immigrants and shit. Like I, I think the only thing that I've ever heard, and I've never been to London, but the only thing that I've ever heard 
that's good from fucking England is like... I was about to say Nando's. Nando's, yeah. That's the only thing that I've ever heard <laughs> that people say that it's good. Like, that's, I've heard that's that... not English food either. It's, it's not like English food, fucking... but I'm saying that's where it's known from, though. Yo, they got a Nando's in D.C. You trying to hit that? I didn't know they had any in the States. Look, oh, look, yeah, look, they do. They do. look at this, look at this. No funny shit? Just to do some research. I put countries with the worst food. They have a top ten list of countries with the worst food. You guessed give it, me, number one, United Kingdom. What's in the top three? Just give me the top three. Okay, <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. So, number one, United Kingdom. Number two, the U.S. Oh, let's fucking go. Number three, Italy. I mean, I, not I don't know who... Think of, whoa, who put Italy number three? That's what I'm saying. I don't I don't know. This is not... I don't know if this is, like, a valid or whatever. The place that I, I looked for is... It's called thetop10s.com. So, it's number three is Italy. Number four is Russia. Number five is China. That's your top five. For best, for worst food? Worst food. Number six is Ukraine. Number seven, Poland. Number eight, Norway. Number nine, Mexico. And number ten, Bulgaria. I don't agree with like six out of ten of these. Yeah, I don't agree with Mexico. I don't agree with Italy. I don't agree Italy. with... I, I'm okay with USA being two because honestly, what does USA like create it on its own as a yeah. food? Well, I mean, we had this conversation the other day of, like, what was created here because me and Stavis had a, a conversation of, like, who created biscuits. And I'm like, you think white people created biscuits? You are completely wrong. Pizza, pizza was invented here, if you think about it. Huh? Pizza was invented here. Italy was it? Italy I thought it was invented in Italy. Italy doesn't grow tomatoes, like... Naturally, yeah. Naturally, yeah. They yeah, they, they, they got everything imported over there, yeah. It's, so it's basically, not a, a natural occurrence. We invented Italy's culture, if you think about it. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's not... We have fans in Italy. Let's not get this shit popping real quick. Cause niggas, <laughs> niggas will definitely be like, you niggas are disgusting Americans. What are the Italians going to do? They were the first ones that were singing Lady Gaga outside their balcony during the pandemic. <laughs> I that never saw crazy. that video. I never saw that video. You know that one city in uh, Italy that's just like the big river that people ride boats in? Venice yeah, um... Florence. No, it's Venice. Venice, whatever, yeah. It's it's Dunzo for that city. Why you say that? That's just gone. You ain't here? Alright. <laughs> what are you making up now? It's gone. This nigga said that shit's gone. You didn't hear? That's just like, that's... like nigga, that shit would have been all over everywhere. Like I didn't hear this? No, yes, I didn't that, hear this. That's just underwater, fam. Hate to tell you. No, I think that, that I think that's a, the same speculation that they always had about Florida too. It's like, hey, you know, if this is if this certain amount of ice caps melt, we're gonna be underwater. I'm like, you think you think it's only us? <laughs> like, you wild? Oh no, it really is quiet for Florida though. That us. Like, <laughs> yeah, but how long have we, our, we won't be able to see it? Not in our lifetime, no. Yeah. But definitely, like, there is some concern there. Where it's like, first of all, I think people would be super hyped to get rid of Florida. <laughs> so there's that. Chill, Miami in Florida, boy. People don't care about Miami. People love Miami. Yes, people love going to Miami. Like, I love going. Never mind. But it's like <laughs> one of those things. Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't miss it. You absolutely wouldn't miss it. You wild. All, that's, all that that's... would happen is that Southern Georgia would like create a new city, and they'd be like Miami too. It'd be uh-huh. new Miami. They would just I'm make about, new I'm Miami. Because I, I genuinely would live in Miami. You bugging, bro? Why? I definitely would. I like it way more than here, nigga. I don't, I don't see it. I don't see moving to Miami like permanently as a as a human being with like an adult brain. 
<laughs> it's like, what are you trying to call me R-word? <laughs> no, no, Cause no. Because where I want to live. No, I just think maybe, like, your brain's a little smooth. Nah, nah. It's, it's, I've, I, we've, uh, I've had this conversation with other people, like, why, um, I think, I think a lot of people only view Miami as, to, as a party city. Miami's a lot more than that. I've been to Miami a bunch, like, during COVID, too, so, like, it's a, a lot of, a lot of other shit that you get to experience when you can't go to the clubs and all that shit, and, you know, people still going, but there's other shit to do. I can't wait for you to start doing drugs. I never thought you'd be the person on this podcast to be a junkie. <laughs> nigga, who's a junkie here, nigga? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just saying, like, in the future. Like, when we're on season 36, and, like, no, you that, would rehab that, it, it's just me on the podcast. That person would be you for sure. That would never be me. I'm too I'm too cut. I'm too cut. Like, I'm too... Look I'm too disciplined guy. for that shit. I couldn't, I couldn't do that shit. Look at what you put on me. Uh, if, you, if, it's, if it has to be one of us, it's you for sure. It's definitely I, you for sure. I wouldn't get caught... With, like, a regular loser drug, like, coke or nothing. I'd be, like, the one doing, like, bath salts. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't know where the fuck we're going with this shit. All right. Speaking speaking, speaking of two niggas that, that probably heavily indulge in drugs when they make albums. Um, that was a horrible transition. I got to give you that. That's a good transition right there. Uh, I, I had this conversation, like, earlier today with some other people. It was... Um, I think Silk Sonic dropped the ball and and not dropping that album when he, they dropped that that single. Are you gonna listen to the album when it comes out? Yeah, but I'm saying. All right then. All right. Thank God you don't work at a label, nigga. Um, if they have no plans on dropping another single, then like you should have dropped that single when when I mean you should drop that album when that single or well, the week after, because I now I feel like it's it's been too long. How long has it been since they dropped that record? It's not about the record. The Grammys was just last week. Who right. gives a fuck about the Grammys, nigga? Bro, they performed. After, they care about the Grammys. Their label cares about the Grammys because they had that whole rollout base around the Grammys. Yeah. So which was that. the that which was the corny part of that of that album dropping? That that fucking performance is like the Costco free sample. <laughs> they had to gauge the response to their performance. Yeah, and I think they saw overwhelmingly positive responses to the performance and the single when it came out. So yeah. I think that they're gonna let it ride a little bit, let the allure of these two artists being together work naturally, and then I do think another single is coming out. I'll say that. Well, yeah, I okay. I think one more single and then the album. All right, that makes sense. If you, but if you do not have any plans of dropping a single otherwise, then they should they should have dropped the album. I still think they should have. I think um, these long rollouts with albums like that that aren't like that. That's not really like viable now. It's like it's like they how, how people they listen to music. They the album the day after the Grammys. Yeah, they should, that's what I'm saying. It, like they should, it, they should have dropped the album a lot quicker. If there's no single, they should have dropped the album already. Yeah, cause like I th- the only person that I know that still do- does long rollouts is Drake. That's the only person that I know that will like tease that shit for like six months and then drop an album or Cole or like Kendrick, like th- like those three people. But yeah, I feel but like we're not dealing with Bruno here, bro. Yeah, that's true. But I feel I feel like if you, if if like uh, I know that like like okay, so it, it, they definitely have a bunch of marketing dollars behind Bruno and shit like that. And like you know, big labels, so where they where they try to plan shit out a lot. But with this shit, if you just make it to be more of a um, a fun thing, where like if they, I don't think if they don't have plans on making another Silk Sonic album, 
and it's just going to be one, which they probably are, because this album's going to do really well. Uh, I think, like, you just keep that shit to be, like, a more just of a vibe thing, where it's just like, all right, cool, we drop the single, the next week we drop an album, and then that's it. Because now it's kind of like, I haven't heard anything about Silk Sonic in a while, and I don't know if that's the thing about, and that's how they want to plan it to be, where it's just like, They'll drop a single and then like everybody go crazy for it and then they, then they go quiet and then drop another single and have everybody go crazy for it and build that like you said like a lore or like the mystique I th- of like I think this, that they uh, want a real audience. Yeah, I, I think, think so. Maybe they're trying to gonna... gauge if they can get both audiences together. I don't think that would be a problem though. I think that I think everybody liked that first record when it came out. I don't think mm-hmm. I don't think that'd be a problem to be that record maybe they're dealing with some behind the scenes shit or something but everybody loves that record but i think is that um i think this is an active attempt to go against the microwave era i think they're they want to let the record sit i think that record might go gold before they even drop the album i think that record already is gold nah no way uh that's not certified that little that little baby and drake record is is gold already (laughs) What little baby? In, oh, the but that came out earlier, didn't? It? No, it that, did came out the same. That came day. out the same time. Well, that shit is going crazy right now. Like, like when when you outside, that's what you hear. Like that record and that what's next record plays a lot more outside than than uh than a lot of fucking other records. Like that record is playing heavily, heavily rotated, like in clubs and shit like that. Like every time I see somebody post some shit on the on that what's the next or record is so bad. Oh, people love that record so much. Everybody's gym routine, dude. everybody's uh, like club fucking stories during a pandemic. It's all you know, like every, every time next? you see a viral tweet and people like post videos under in the replies and it's just their song. That's yeah. what that song sounds like. <laughs> sounds like a random Twitter user song. I mean, it's it's definitely a uh, you know what like. Like, I think we stumbled on something good. Drake's manufactured Lucy's are whack, but his Lucy's that he just does off the whim are way better. Like, I like we've had this conversation of Drake, Drake Lucy's are, are better than his albums sometimes. And Do you think he knows that? I think, I think he knows that. I think these Scary Hour shit shows that he knows that. Because, like, now I'm trying to manufacture a quote-unquote Lucy's when it's just records that you had planned on, on putting out, but it's not necessarily a record that you want to put on your album which could be considered a Lucy but I feel like there's there's more of a rollout with the scary hour shit rather than like you know the 5pm in Toronto shit or you like other, other shits what? now that you mention it he gave us three Lucy projects in a row yeah he gave us scary hours too dark lane demo tapes and, the care, pack- and the care package that's the, three the care Lucy package was all the old records right yeah, but it's still a Lucy one. Yeah, it's, but it's okay, if, if if all the records on the care package I fuck with, like Bria's interlude, um, the one with Cole, uh, yeah, 3PM it's all the all it's all his real Lucy. It's all his good ones. Yeah. yeah, but like I, I understand where it's just like um now we're in the era of like what the fuck is the point of me putting out a song if I'm not gonna make bread off of it? Especially if you Drake, you gonna make stupid bread off of it anyway, so you might as well do that shit regardless. So it's like, it's like. I don't really get, like, the same feeling as, um, as, like, you know, like, a mixtape or some shit like that. Like, I, I feel like his old Lucy's was, like, mixtapes, and now you're giving me, like, the mi- the EPs. That's basically what it is now. Look, fam. You, this whole Drake shit. First of all, I didn't hear what you said, so I'm just trying to come up with something new. <laughs> like, what the fuck were you just doing? 
I was I was typing into my um Google search something super unrelated about um Jennifer Lawrence, but I'll save that for another pod. This nigga. But Yo, yeah, who, never mind. Yeah, uh, I I just did that shit with Silk Sonic because I'm like that that record dropped with two that record you know that record dropped almost a month ago. It's still really good. It's still really good. It's still a really good record. But how much times have you gone back to listen to that record? A lot. Oh, okay, all right. Then that's that's different. Because tr- like, truthfully, it's, it's it's really holding up. That yeah, it holds up. But I listened to it for like a week, like as much as like you're listening to. I had it in like heavy rotation. I listened to it for a week. But then now it's just like, hey, I want something else. Like I I need I need some other music to go along with this shit. Like everybody's too accustomed, you know, to to like, all right, I drop a record, then a week later, then the next record come out. Like just like the Benny shit that we about to talk about. He dropped one record and then, then the album came out the next week. I guess mm-hmm. now that like that's some Griselda shit. No matter what though, that is Griselda. I like how Griselda moves though. I like I like that like I'm not gonna make y'all wait for music for too long and my shit is still gonna be good. Like, but then I then I I can't be a hypocrite because I also like how Frank does his shit where it's just like I'm gonna be in the cave for four to three years. I'm gonna put some random shit on Tumblr. AB Dash is gonna hit me like yo some new Frank drop and I ask him how the fuck you know. <laughs> He like yo, I saw it on Tumblr, and then I tell this Tumblr. nigga, and then I tell this nigga, why you got a Tumblr? I and he's like, chill. I be watching pictures, I be looking at pictures, and then uh, and then a new Frank album comes out. I like I like that too. I think I think both works, but I, I definitely like Griselda more because Griselda puts a quality product out all the time. Um, Every but, time. But shit, we can get to the oh, except this time. This yeah, we can good. get to the Benny the Butcher shit now. Benny the Butcher hate fraud plugs. I met too. Um, I didn't listen to this this record because I forgot it came out. I forgot to listen to it this weekend. AB Dash did, and AB Dash gonna give you a review of what he think. Um, Yo, so you remember um, last episode when we talked about the single? Yeah. And we talked about, yo, this doesn't sound like your average Benny, and this doesn't sound like your regular Harry Frog beat. But in a good way. Right, right, right. The rest of the album is not your average Benny and not your average Harry Fraud in a bad way. <laughs> okay, explain. Because like, we talked about this in pre-production. You were saying that the album didn't like hold up well to, to like your standards. What, 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 what was different about this album than Plugs I Met 1 or like any other Benny shit? The Plugs I am First of all, I think this album... Let me talk about the plugs I met one then, and then yeah. what I feel about the plugs I met two will be more coherent. The plugs I met one then, the plugs I met one had like a solid, coherent like theme. These were the plugs that he met. He, <laughs> he talked, <laughs> he talked about it. He rapped about that shit, and the people that were on the songs with him had a similar coherent concept, an idea about what to rap about, what the songs were about, what the mood was, what the theme was. And it was great. The music sounded like it matched the mood. As opposed to, like, the plugs I met, too. It just feels like it's just carrying on the name of plugs I met one. Yeah. And even, like, the features on here don't make as much sense to the concept. And then it, and then it really hits you when you hear Benny rapping. And he's not rapping about the plugs he met. He's not rapping about the regular. This nigga sounds like a white a white dude giving me a review on plugs I met. So he's not rapping about the plugs that he met. I want to hear no. brick talk. I, I where's the brick talk? But then that it only really matters that you're not hearing that when the way Benny sounds his 
his flow's different on yeah. here. Like, he's hitting different tones and voicing in his rapping. They fucking um, spammed his quote-unquote ad-lib of the butcher coming. The butcher coming? But, like, they kept altering I fuck with it. the ad-lib. Yeah, they kept altering its pitch and putting it in weird places and just over and over and over so again. So, it, it just seemed like a, a all-over-the-place album is what you're saying. It seemed a little all over the place. I don't know what they were going for, like, sonically, because Harry Fraud, like, you expect Harry Fraud to be able to put Benny in, like, Harry Fraud pockets, but it sounds like they were actively trying not to benefit each other. Was was the plugs I met, the first plugs I met, um, was that all Harry Fraud, too? I don't think so, no. I don't think it was. Maybe, maybe that's what it was. It might have just been the one producer thing. Because, I, I, okay, the plugs I met one, I know that it has a, the record with Black Thought, the Crown, the Crowns of Kings. It has the 38 special record, Sunday School, which is hard. It's got 18-wheeler. It got 18-wheeler. It got 5 to 50. That's one of my favorite Benny uh, records. It got Dirty Harry with Conway and RJ Payne. Like, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's a little different now that Benny got a little bigger, so you know you, yeah, you see it's got It's got different production on the plugs. Yeah. I, plugs I met one is... Not just one artist, no. one producer. It's a bunch of different producers. And I love and I love Harry Fraud, but like like we said in the beginning when we were listening to the first single, I was like, oh, this shit don't sound like Harry Fraud, the Harry Fraud that I'm used to. But I liked it. Were the beats at least good? Some of them are decent, but again, like you, Benny, just doesn't do what you expect him to do. Yeah. And at first, like it's like, all right, he's just trying something different. But it doesn't work. It doesn't come off successfully. And then what he's actually talking about feels like super unbenny. And I don't care. I don't mind. Like I want art. If you're gonna drop six albums in a year, right? <laughs> Facts. Then it can't be the same thing over and over and over again. But this is just so weird. Yeah, but like, okay, we can speak to that too. Where it's just like the the I won't amount listen of to this ever again. <laughs> the the amount of albums. That Griselda puts out. I think they. I think they can have a uh, album. They have an all right joint. Because Benny, Benny has five other good ones. So if you're saying like Benny dropped six of them and five of them is good, that's a fucking. That's a percentage that rappers don't have at all. Rappers would be lucky to get one good album, maybe two good albums. Hey, he like, does it all in the span of three years. He just dropped the fucking Burden of Proof. Yeah, yeah, like uh, like Burden and Burden of Proof was an, an okay album. Uh, like, uh, but then this album. Uh, this album I haven't listened to it yet, so I don't really have an opinion on it. But for coming from coming from what you said, like <clears throat> I think Griselda has the fucking yo. I think the, I think the leeway the features, to have a bad album. The features really let him down here. That was that like, was my point. Whereas like the if if you see the features that were on the first album, you see the features that are now. The features that are here now are a little bit more uh, commercial, I guess. But besides like um, Jim and like Fat Joe. But then you have two chains, which is like a more like uh, com- not commercial, but you know like a, a more popular rapper. And then you have well, two chains is the only ones I can say that about French. Two chains is French, yeah. but then you have Fat Joe and you have and you have Jim. Then you have Chinks. Yeah, but, but Jim Jones is on the song with French, so you get a different Jim Jones. Oh, it don't sound like Jimmy with the no. Harry Fraud record that he had. No. So it sounds like Jimmy early Jimmy shit. Where it was like the ball and shit and stuff like that. Like he could definitely do it. He can get into that pocket as well. The he didn't do it. Summers in Miami. Uh, also, I fuck with Jim. Fucking but, Rick Hyde on Survivor's yeah. Remorse. Terrible. 
<laughs> Damn, so this album really didn't hold up to what the fuck we were used to with, with Griselda. I mean... Well, then, then truthfully, I wasn't really expecting much on this project. Well, yeah, once I saw how short this project was, because the, the first plugs I met was at least like 40 minutes, wasn't it? And this one was 27 minutes total. Yeah, the first, no, first box I met was 24 minutes. This one was 27 minutes. So I guess, shit. I guess this, this wasn't the one. Like, it, it, it wasn't... It wasn't what, Yo, it, what we wanted. What? I need I need Benny to meet with more plugs. He needs to meet <laughs> new plugs. Now, Benny needs to sit his ass at home. Stay out the way. Recover. Get healthy. Nigga. Um, continuing on this Ray versus Ghost. I don't think either of us watched this. I didn't watch it, no. I forgot I that it was happening. I didn't. Me too. That's the, that, that's the, what I was gonna bring up. I feel like I have forgot that the verses were gonna happen a lot more. That they do it on like Saturdays and shit. Now I forget all the time because it's like Saturdays is the days niggas got you know chill, go out, do whatever the fuck we gonna do. Um, and I always forget that there's there that Ray and Ghost are. Well, no, I always forget we, there's we a verses going on. We can rewatch this one though. Yeah, you can rewatch all these. You know that you can rewatch them all on like YouTube and shit like that too, but. The the thing is, is this is the one this is one that I'm gonna watch because a lot of people in the little clips I saw said that this was like one of their favorite verses, which I can see for sure because they're they're like, just they just how Wu Tang is, especially Ghost and Ray. Like nigga, that shit probably have mad jokes. Right. That shit would probably mad funny. Them just chatting is probably as good as the verses. That's what I'm saying. Like they 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 have more to offer, like as far as a personality rather no. than just the music, and I love the music as well. It's just something about Ghostface and Ray existing as old people, older people. is just so yeah. Cool. I, I, I heard um, Ghost said something about like his uh, he was dancing and he was like, "Yo, my knees can't take all this shit right now." And I'm like, "Damn!" <laughs> exactly, like Ghost, bro. Ghost is like almost fifty years old, and Raekwon is almost fifty years old. Like, yeah, but, shit but like that. But I I know Ghostface like run Ghostface when you was like. 20 something like 30 something like you you older now like ghost was born in 1970 he's older than my mother my nigga like he's 50 years old legendary ghost face yo but he is there i like the fact that they can get old they can't get on still be fly like it's, it's the same shit like like uh i think i think they said that the ghost had on some like you know ghost had on his, his normal shit fur wallabies you know normal shit but like they were like it's good to see niggas still do whatever they do like from that era and that shit is still fly. Raekwon's also fifty one years old. They was born the same year, different different months. Nah, that shit is jokes. I I, I will go back and watch this. Yeah, Probably. I gotta watch I won't, that. I won't really have too much interest in the music or like not the music, but like the battle aspect of it. Yeah, I don't think I don't think anybody did really will go. Really I'm, I'm pretty sure. I know for a fact that the two of them were probably like, "Yo, a fucking." I'll fucking karate, I'll fucking samurai sword you with this track. Um, I was like, nah, the hard body of the Wu Tang. <laughs> you know how they do. That, that, that's what I'm saying. Like niggas just kick fly shit. I, I've I've always loved like their vernacular and shit. Just how to how they talk and shit like that. How they express some like super normal shit. I just always enjoyed it. But I, I'm that's one of the ones that like I wish like like it's not to say that verses should like market it more, but it's to say that, like, I don't know. For some reason, it hasn't been sticking in my brain as of lately. It could just be a me thing, but I, I did hear that a lot of people weren't on the IG one. But and then like a lot of people were complaining about the trailer app saying that you can't uh, cast it to your TV. 
Oh, boo-hoo. Oh, you fucking bozos. Yeah. Like, niggas didn't want to watch it on their phones. I, which, I, which I understand. Like, bitch, I want to have my phone available and be able to watch this. I don't want somebody to call and then I miss something. But, um, yo, you, you go over to Shorty's crib and she's like, yo, you want me to throw something on Netflix or something? And you go, yeah, sure, whatever. Just something in the background. And she puts it on her laptop. What are you doing? I really wouldn't give a fuck, to be honest. <laughs> Uh, I did not expect that answer from you. Is that is that, is, is that a is that a problem for you, for you nigga? What you yeah. thought I was gonna go in about like yo, what type of bitch? Nah, nah, it's fun. I, I I don't mind that shit. Like you can watch uh, that shit on the laptop. Yeah, I, I forgot. For you, it's more about like just you know just the experience of being with another person. You know her energy. It ain't that. Really, it's just that that's you don't, just you don't really care what you're doing. That's that's, that's not that's not one that's not something that I'm actually bothered by. I'm not I'm not bothered by that. Like I don't give a, like if you put it on your phone, yeah, that's different. Like you wild. Like but what if she pull on her phone and she got the phone case that make her phone stand up on itself? Nah, I can't do that. <laughs> That's, that's too. High. That's too much. That's too much small of a screen. Like I'll give you the response that you wanted. Yeah, I wouldn't fuck with that at all, nigga. I would just be like, yo, like let's listen to some music or something, my nigga. Like I don't need to watch something on a five inch screen or whatever the fuck phone you got. Um, continues on versus they announced uh for Easter Sunday the battle of of a really good two really good battles. Um, you have the Asley Brothers versus Earth Wind and Fire, which I don't know who fucking with the Asley Brothers, but Aren't, right, aren't but, the Isley Brothers like 40 years older than them? The Isley Brothers have been making long, music for way longer than Air 45 has. The Isley Brothers have been making music since like the 60s. That shit is not fair. I, I, that's not fair. But Earth, don't get it fucked up. Earth, Wind, Fire got the joints. I don't, I don't think anybody's like, you know, like... No one's knocking Earth, Wind, and yeah, Fire. Yeah, ain't nobody knocking Earth, Wind, and Fire. Any other group from their era. But like, you're talking about someone... The Isley Brothers are the fucking Isley Brothers. There's like Facts. 40 of them. Facts. And and if you if you if you're allowing me to play Ron Eyes records, which probably wouldn't make the cut of the twenty, but still it lets me pick from a lot of a lot of lot of music. And then the second one for the four twenty special, the How High special, Red Man versus Method Man, another one where it's, I would just tune in just for the fucking jokes because yeah, these niggas is hilarious. That wouldn't be a battle either. That's that not a battle. Be a fucking thing. I don't think they'd be high as shit. Who the, who the fuck is going to score the Isley Brothers and the Earth 1 if I win? Like, I'm not scoring that, nigga. That's a vibe. Like, I'm going to... That's, that's one... The next two ones are ones that I'm definitely tuning into because I fuck with the, I fuck with put, both of them. That's the type of shit you just put on in the back. Cause yeah. I, those songs don't feel like battle songs. How, Hell how no. How, to go like, how, you gonna, how you going to battle between the sheets in September? The, the footsteps, one and two. Yeah, or, or fucking... Uh, is it is reasons the Isley Brothers? I think it is. Reasons is the Isley Brothers. Yes, or Summer Breeze. Like you think you think I'm a, I'm a battle with Summer Breeze on the back of that shit? You out of your fucking mind. And if you niggas don't know the story of of the Isley Brothers and how these niggas used to get out when they was out here, <laughs> I suggest niggas do some research. These niggas used Yo, to get busy out here. What if when the Isley Brothers play at your best, they Facetime R. Kelly from jail? Oh no, nah, I don't think they doing that. That'd be crazy though, wouldn't it? <laughs> You know the you know the Instagram comments would give it up in the moment like they'd be like yo this is crazy but <laughs> but the think pieces like the next day would be wild that would be the wildest shit ever but Ron Oz made a lot of music with with uh, R Kelly they got a bunch of music together yeah that's why I'm saying it wouldn't be you know out of the, I think uh, I think Ron Oz knows he can't call fucking R Kelly on this one you think he would call him afterwards be like yo I played at your best but it's not the same without you. Well, I doubt it. Need you for that. I don't think nobody calling Mark Kelly in that motherfucker right now. I doubt it. All right, continuing this shit. Your 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 favorite your favorite Spanish artist is like a legit uh, 
full-time wrestler now? Yo, before we get into that, <laughs> I watched someone on Twitter randomly just started talking about like Randy Orton arcane people from like the craziest positions. From random and shit, it, yeah. <laughs> and it turned into like a whole thread of like his craziest like fucking <laughs> RKOs. Yeah, I saw that shit. You saw the one where the dude was mid-air, and Randy Orton just got up from the ground. Randy Orton was, like, knocked the fuck out on the ground. He just got up and, like, grabbed him. Yeah, I saw, I saw that, too. That's, that, that shit was funny when he got on top of the turnbuckles, and then, like, he was, like, supposed to be laid out or whatever, and then he got yeah. up and ran. That shit Yo, was joke. How, how the fuck did he not, like... it? I gotta He's give it to the wrestling world, niggas bro. on that, which is, like, how the fuck did you not break this nigga's whole fucking spinal... Like court, like you jumped up in the middle of the air when he was there, and then you like like the way you land and it's it's a little more to it. I ain't going I'm not like Wale or anything, but I, I do gotta give it up to them niggas for not breaking niggas' backs and shit like that. Oh, but yeah, your, your boy Bad Bunny's on uh, WrestleMania 37 fighting an actual fucking wrestler. Like this shit is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> oh no, that's pretty cool. Dude, you know what's funny about this shit is that this nigga literally does whatever the fuck he wants to do. Literally. Like the fucking uh, the fucking Adidas that came out that we talked about the other, the other time. Yo, did you watch the video? What video? The fucking uh, Bad Bunny video. Oh, they talking. About, if I if I play it, it's gonna play the music, so I can't play. Nah, it. play it, play it. Fuck it. There's no. I'm listening to it right now. Nah, I, 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 I had I had to mute it. I got to mute it. I watch it, but. Bro, basically. Did this nigga hit this nigga with a guitar? An acoustic guitar, yeah. Yo, that's crazy. This nigga, yo. Yo, instead of the folding chair, the guitar, tell me that's not swag, bro. This nigga deadass is a full-time wrestler making sneakers. Bro, this is a conversation that I meant to have last week when we had the... I think we might have had that the, the conversation. was like, I'm never going to estimate Bad Bunny, underestimate Bad Bunny ever again. Like, bro, those Adidas was, like, not fly at all. And them shits went in, like, seconds. And now, like, if you try to buy them shits now, it's, like, nine fifty a piece. Bro. I think Bad Bunny is the uh, Puerto Rican Travis Scott. Uh, facts. That's what that's what I was getting to last week. I think I wanted to get to that last week, cause like this nigga His, has the yeah. the he he has the hold to like sell niggas whatever fuck you want to sell niggas buy. His pool is insane. Pause, it was, like, it's crazy. Like uh, I started to notice his pool when he came here for the concert, and I'm like, oh shit, I pull up, you know, cause I'm used to you know my father does like all the fucking audio shit for people. So, like, I'm used to, like, all right, cool, like, these niggas charge, like, you know, $50, $70, whatever, right? And when we was going, when I was going to buy the tickets, I had to ask over here, oh, my, like, how much the tickets are? And like, $200. I'm mean, like, you're out of your fucking mind. If I'm going to pay nah, $200, I'll go see that. this nigga. They paid and, that. No, they Easy. paid it. It's, it sold out. They went, too. They paid it, $200. Like, but the thing is with me is, like, I paid 100 to go see Kanye, and that was the best performance I've ever seen in my life. You want an extra hundred for me to go see Bad Bunny? I can't do it. Yo, Not I. Bad Bunny has such like a strong, like chokehold on like Hispanics living in America. Facts. So I, I can't even imagine what it is like back in Puerto Rico or oh like in South America. But like, like not even that. Bad Bunny has such a hold on the women uh, viewership, where it's just like if 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 you have women fans, regardless. The niggas gonna come, so like that's that's the point. Like if you just if you just focus on on marketing to the women, like if the women pay two hundred dollars for a ticket, they niggas just paying two hundred dollars for that ticket. They ain't going. And not only that, like if you, like like it's like it's like for example, like 
when Hermione Santos sold out uh, Yankee Stadium, I think go like MetLife or some shit like that. You can't let your girl go to Romeo Santos concert alone. So he could pull up on stage and start making out to her and like singing the song. Yeah, right. you can't do it. Like if but, if your girl goes, you gotta go. But not even that though. Like I, like I'm I'm gonna I'm say like this. We were in New York when Romeo Santos was was there. I mean they sold out the Yankee Stadium or whatever in Met Stadium. And all my cousins went. And she like that. And I said, Yo, you don't want to go, and like. I, I was thinking about going, but like the tickets for like this, the the like the floor seats was really expensive at the time, anyways, because everybody yeah. was selling the tickets because it was like the day before. So I was like, nah, I'm cool. But when I tell you that every woman that I follow on my timeline and they friends was at that concert, and then every smart nigga who went to that who who went to that concert was definitely fucking intelligent and shit, because that's the club. Every girl went and like it's basically the fucking club. Yeah. yeah, every girl. Not even that though. It's like. MetLife holds like fifty thousand people in there, so you have fifty thousand people with, and I would say maybe seventy-five to eighty percent of them is all Hispanic women. That's a vibe. Like I should have went. I'm telling you, that that was worth the four seat tickets. Like Did that, you that's go to the Bad Bunny concert. No, I didn't. I told you I wasn't paying. I wasn't paying at two hundred to go see him. That no feels way. like so long ago. That was last year, wasn't it? Holy shit! That was like last. Year December, mm-hmm. not like like two months before the pandemic or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, that's nuts. That was like the last. That was like the last uh, thought parade. Yeah, one one pandemic year is like five years. Damn, bro, that's How, the ratio. I, that means I'm hitting thirty. <laughs> um, continue this shit. Uh, Raph, Fall Winter Twenty One collection. Uh. I'll just, I literally just brought this up because the, the point of, like, you know, you know how everything is, like, everything rap does is, like, baggy to a sense, right? But my point is, like, who wears this type of baggy clothes? The archive nerds. Yeah, it, it, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I feel like Raph, uh, Raph is, like, going for a very specific person with this shit because, like, me, I, I'll wear some shit, like, oversized, but this shit is, like, t- way too oversized. Like, how do you have, like, if you look at slide 20, how do you have a sleeve that looks like it won't fit Shaq, but you have it on and, like, you can't even see your hands? I think he's just fucking enjoying his artistic freedom right now. Of being I like the cuts, though. Right I'm not going to lie to you. I like a lot of the cuts. I feel, I just feel like, it, it, like, I would wear a lot more rap shit if it was cut to, like, you know, normal cuts. Like, you get a lo- better view of that sweater you're talking about on slide 23. Yeah. And it, it's like you said, like, it looks like where the sleeve should ends, and it doesn't end, it keeps on going. That's what I'm saying. Like, the sleeve the sleeve is like an extended sleeve, but I like the overall, like, art that he's trying to get off here with, like, the color schemes and, like, the different cuts and, like, you know, this is this is a different shit that the rap does on, on like... Like, the point of the collars and stuff like that. I like it. And, like, even if you look at slide, like, what is that, 52? It has this, like, creative way of, like, hugging your wrist so it doesn't oh, the, seem... the wrist cuff, the fucking yeah, so it does, claw. So it doesn't super seem goth. like it's it's over. It's it's super dope, though. But, like, I'm saying, like, I maybe it's just from my standpoint, which is, like, I kind of wish I would wear a lot more rap shit, but a lot more rap shit, like, even the archive shit. It's really big. It's the same shit with Rick Owens. Like it's really oversized, like stretchy look. It looks like, it looks like when when um when TSB tells me like yo just stretch the shirt and I'm like I don't like that look. It looks weird. Like I don't like it. It looks like 
it looks like literally like I had kids hanging off of that shit or something. Like I don't really fuck with that look. This like, isn't really his best shit, but it's but I like sol- it though. It, it's a solid enough entry in the rap history book yeah. where it's like. I like I get it. it. I, w- I would like I would like to wear it. Um, keeping it going I, on Raf. I don't that? even think it's for people to wear. I think it's for people to <laughs> but that's my point. That, like when when I say who who is Raf marketing to, like only people that I see wear this type of shit is like uh, people who have like the Billie Eilish swag, or it's just like it's just fucking huge shit. Do you think the archive nerds like Bad Bunny? I don't know. I don't think so. I think the archive nerds could be too pretentious sometimes to like anything that's like popular. Like it's one of those people that always has to like other things besides the people, the things that are popular. I I can definitely see that from them for sure. Yeah. Keeping we it going, inter- we should interview an archive nerd one of these days. <laughs> we gotta find one of the motherfuckers first that won't annoy me to the fucking point where I'm just like, I cut this nigga off. Um, I was like, hey, you ever heard of New Order? <laughs> Uh, come on, continue this on Raph shit. Raph dropped the uh, new runners. I actually enjoy these runners a lot though. They they're not like chunky to me, like crazy chunk. And then they have a removable piece in the back that you can take off as well. I don't mind it, but just it's just the colors that they have coming out right now. I don't really like at all. Yo, are these the Balenciaga arenas? These definitely not Balenciaga arenas. What you <laughs> click on, nigga? <laughs> nah, these look like the Wave Runners. Kind of. That's exactly what I was thinking. Of. These they look have, like, like Wave the Runners. Same. They have, like, the same body shape. Yeah. Like, if I was, like, wanting to describe shoes as baby mothers, this shoe is, like, a baby reliable mother two? baby mother. Yeah, <laughs> this is baby mom number two. This is, like, the... It's all reliable, you know? This nigga. Um, she pays her utility bills. Be- before you continue to dig yourself in a, in a hole, we'll continue this to go to uh, Noah's new collection, new order collection that they collabed with... Um, who they collabed with on this shit? They collabed with... New Order, bro. New Order's the band. Oh, shit. My bad. Because no, the way that they had the, the title right now was different. Yeah, New Order, the band they, they collabed with. I saw this this morning. Um, I fuck with it. I think I think it's I think it's pretty dope. Yo, so... I don't really care. <laughs> I mean, I, I just like it. It, it, ain't nothing that, it ain't nothing that, like, you know, like, I'm, like, hype about. I don't really know this band like that either. But I like how they they're, how they shot it. They're, and I they're like old, so it doesn't really matter. Like their <laughs> place in history is already done. It's like it's cool that like just like the second or third time that Noah has done something with them. Like the um the classic the classic core tee that they have. I, I like that. I like that core tee. I like the colors on that tee a lot. Um, like, Jesus, bro, listen to some new music. Holy <laughs> shit. Like that, that's gonna be us when we keep doing fucking Pharrell collabs when we have shit. Um, but not. I was bringing this up for the point of like the new Noah shit. Like Noah dropped some new some new hockey t- uh, jerseys and like they have this uh, knitted polo as well. Fam, the prices on Noah is way too expensive. I know we've talked about this before, and it's just like yo, my nigga, who is copping all this shit? Oh, the rugby shit. Yeah, I'm just like. 168 minimum. Not even that. The the um the polo, the knitted polo that I wanted is like $200. Nah, it's just kind of OD. But it but it's fire though. Like I feel like if Noah like I feel like if Noah just l- lowered that price a little bit, we could do a lot. But like I said, Noah does a lot of shit. Like we've we've always praised Noah for doing a lot of like um honorable shit. Like they do Wages in the U.S. Wages they do a lot of the shit here. Like and they they use a lot of uh Yo, Noah. Cut. I'm gonna need you to start paying your workers less, <laughs> so you can get shit cheaper. 
so I can get you. Like, I don't care if they can't afford rent. I need to be able to afford random T-shirts. Thank you. Nah, I fuck with it. I fuck, I fuck, I fuck, I fuck with Noah does. Like, I, I, like I can't, I can't complain about what he does. Like, as far as putting a lot of people in a in business with doing shit nah. with like cuts the t- and the and T working. of like the painting versus the album art is pretty hard though. I will give him that. That's yeah, I like, I like, I like that shit a lot. I like, I like, I like certain pieces in there a lot, and I feel like that's what that's what's always been with Noah. But like, I, I, I wish I could get some more shit um this is a co- korean brand that i that i stumbled upon that i actually like a lot of their coats just because like the way that they do their coats and their like cardigans because since i've really been in the cardigans lately a lot of mohair cardigans where i've been trying to find vintage ones it's a brand uh called what was it what's the brand name it's a real nice game spot but i can't really find it it's, it's young and saying i think it is is the name of the oh uh, yeah so it's a south korean uh label called young and saying and they did um, a rule landscape of, of, of Korea and this, their Fall Winter 21 collection. I like this shit a lot. I like a this lot of their cuts. stupid cool. Yeah, I, I, fuck, I fuck with a lot of this shit. I do fuck with, like, the way that they shout out with, like, a rule South Korean man is, like, the the model for everything. It's kind of like his, he's the Emilian Dior one. But their coats are really fly as fuck. And yeah, I, I like really their fly. pants a lot. This reminds me of uh, Cuban grandfather swag. Facts. It like does, but, yeah. but a lot of the um, a lot of the coats and cardigans are made from the same shit as the you know like the the old the old and like queens the, jacket that the they loom. make for Chanel and shit. Yeah, the loom. Yeah, I like I like that shit a lot. I like I like these pants like like if you look at slide like nine, um, slide eight. I like that. I like those pants a lot. Like I've been trying to get into wearing different type of pants and different type of like cuts. So whenever we get out of COVID, I could be out here fly as fuck. But I, I enjoyed a lot of this shit. I, I like this shit a lot. This brand is fucking dope. It's Not creative. Hold you. It genuinely looks like they just Photoshop. The, the clothes, clothes on. onto the dude. His face is not. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't change. Yeah, his face is literally the same on every fucking picture. Every single picture of this face is literally the same. But I fuck with it a lot. Uh, they use a lot of uh, organic uh, cottons for the suits. And hand and hand woven um, denim sets, so I fuck with a lot of this shit. Like, I, this is this is like, I don't know, some some about some about this shit is like refreshing to me as about like some, like yeah, the things that you can cool. buy from me. Yeah, I fuck with I'm it. I fuck with it. It's, it's very it's very ran, it's very few times that I'll find a random brand and I'm like, oh no, I fuck with this, and I could see myself buying a lot of this shit. What did you say? You called it refreshing. I would agree with refreshing. Yeah, because it's like, the thing is with, with like, even with having a podcast, it's like, you feel like you talk about the same shit all the time. Like, it's the same players in the fucking game every time. It's Raph, it's uh, Emilion Dior, and it's like, all this, it's the same shit all the time, but it's, they're good brands, but sometimes you wish you can have a little, uh, uh, somebody with a different perspective on the same art. Like, this is a different lane that, like, I want to branch out to different shit. I just don't want to have a whole bunch of Emilion Dior and like uh, a bunch of vintage shit in here. Like that's why that's why I enjoy about like the vintage shit is that I can get a bunch of different pieces all the time. Like there's a shit with TSB where he was like, nobody's gonna have on what I have on. Like that's the thing. Like I want to I want to be different. I don't want to look like everybody else. Like that's the thing. Like that's the that's the shit. And this doesn't look like anything. I else that I've seen on the market like if I had to even compare this shit I would just say this like a capital version of like a Korean capital version but it's, it's completely different because like the pants that they use here is, is different but 
the similarities are like with it with the Asian cultures is it's ironically for people who are very like you know how this guy's face in here is like non-expressive a lot of the newer shit that they put out is like very expressive throughout the clothes I like that yeah, shit a lot I, I will give them that we have to start expanding the podcast we have to more, more in the direction of the Kit Kats I don't, there's no more Kit Kat shit. I look for that shit today. I think that's our bread and butter. Yeah, I I, think, I, I, I didn't see that shit today. Niggas gonna start thinking we fucking um, sponsored by Kit Kat. Uh, continuing is on. Kit-Kat? Who owns Kit Kat? Uh, I think the, the Mars company? company. Yeah, it's probably Mars. Who, it's Nestle. Who oh, Nestle. Nestle. I think Nestle is their own shit, right? Yeah, Nestle is their own uh, conglomerate. Who owns Nestle? Ferrero. Ferrero. I don't even know what that is. You know, you know the Ferrero Rocher, the gold. They don't own that shit. Three things to know about new Nestle U.S. owner Ferrero. Who owns Ferrero? <laughs> what if I Google who owns Ferrero and it's the motherfucker um, that bought versus? So, so, this nigga. <laughs> so, so they only own the U.S. Uh, yes, they the only own it. Okay, useless. which is a lot though, but. But even if you look at all the shit that Nestle owns, it's fucking ridiculous. Like, they own... Uh, oh, Ferrero only owns U- Nestle's candy business oh, okay, in the okay. U.S. So they own Kit Kat in the U.S. I guess. Yeah, but, like, think about... Like, look at look at all the other shit that Nestle owns, though. Like, if you just look at that shit. They own L'Oreal. They own Ralph Lauren. Oh, no, they own they Diesel. Own a bunch of, they own a bunch of bullshit, yeah. Well, how, the, how the fuck is Ralph... They own... You say like Ron? Bro. Do you think... Do you think America's a country? That's crazy. I, I don't know where you're going to go with this, but go with it. Because, <laughs> like, in other places, you know, people vote and things happen and your government represents you. But in America, we aren't a country. We're just a bunch of corporations that sort of just want the same things. <laughs> and... I- I get where you're going with this for sure. <laughs> and it's just super, super disjointed. And it's basically like, whatever, man. Shout out Nestle. Shout out Ferrero. <laughs> shout out my corporate Orwoods. This, 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 nigga, this nigga was getting into his bag with, the, with, with that shit. Um, all right. Continuing this. Uh, Undercover debuts the, the Fall Winter 21. I haven't really been a fan of a lot of shit the Undercover puts out, but I like a lot of their shit. It may just be that I enjoy a lot of cardigans and, and shit like that, but I do enjoy a lot of this like cardigan and coat shit that they're putting out. Yeah, I think we're being distracted with the lighting. This shit is like... Look at slide 12, bro. Hold on, hold on. Look at this motherfucker. Look at this motherfucker. I like a lot of these sweaters. I, I didn't get that far, but I, I did see a lot of uh, a lot of shit that I like. <laughs> what the fuck is that? This nigga like he got a a, a jack o' lantern on his it's head. It's like his fucking Halloween costume out yeah. here, bro. But I do like some of these coats. I like a lot of these. I like some of these coats. I like the um the flannels that they have here. I th- I think that's pretty creative. Besides whatever the fuck alien shit they got on their head, like I like Yo, a lot I, of their knitwear stuff too. Like look at slide thirty. Slide thirty, you would is. definitely wear that that sweater. This shit is like a little all over the place for me. It is, but the but the things that I enjoy, I enjoy. I think it's, I don't know what it's trying to cater to, what it's trying to be. It says Evangelion, Evangelion, collaboration. Yeah. I I don't know what that is. I don't me know what it means. Maybe honest. maybe I'm wrong. 
Maybe, you know what? Maybe I'm wrong. But yeah, it, it. It, as you keep going a little further, it does seem a little like out of the fucking ordinary. Because if you started going to like the slides, like 50s and stuff like that, when you start going to the deeper in it, it's a lot more couture wear stuff. Where it's like a lot, it looks like a lot of runway shit, not really a lot of wearable um, pieces. At least wearable daily pieces. It, it's it definitely is different. But in the beginning pieces, I do like a lot of the cardigans. Um, but yeah, I like. Undercover is a brand that I've always hear about, but Undercover is a brand that I never buy. I've never bought any Undercover shit ever. Like, they sneakers I, is the only shit that I thought that I, w- that I would ever buy. I feel like I'm wrong when it comes to this collection specifically. There has to be something that's not clicking with me. Yes, like, if you look at each piece, like, individually and artistically as, like, same the thing with the thing. Raph, like, as its own thing, as, like, not just a piece of clothing, but, like, as an expression of something, yeah, it's cool, but it's not practical, like, at all. Yeah, it's not practical at all. And I think that's, I think this is the, the, the shit that people may, you know, like, people who are on the outside looking in may, like, hone in and we're just like, look at this shit, like, this shit is ridiculous. Like, you know, like, PRP boys said, like, yo, look at, like, the y'all niggas call this fashion. But it's not that, it's like, Facts. some piece, some pieces alone have different, aspects to them that like you know makes them the art piece and then some pieces are actually pieces that are wearable i think everything is wearable but not like you can't wear that to go to fucking whole foods like that's not somewhere you're gonna wear that to but it has there's a piece available for everybody for whatever occasion that you need to do you know like um yeah oh bro what it all makes sense now this is based off of the anime okay all right, then yeah, yeah they're talking sense. about Evangelion the anime. I've never seen it, but I can see it making sense. I've it, seen I've seen some animes to know that anime is pretty fucking wild. It's it's older, like it's about like fucking. Listen, man, it, it's pretty good though. Ask Stevenson; he's probably seen it. But that makes right. it. So now it makes put, sense. It makes more sense in a coherent sense, but a lot of this shit is still like. I still want to stand by my point where like it's not practical but like if you're going off knowing that it's based off like this anime then it's amazing like it's perfect all right damn makes sense all right then i, I want to did um did a new episode of snowfall come out while we were while if we it did i didn't see it Cause, yeah because like, okay that shit me, didn't pop up in my hulu right let, me, let me check because i know a new episode came out yesterday but let me check um so we should be snowfall season four right yeah season four let me let me see because like we should we should be on so i watched that watched that watched that damn maybe there was one but i oh there was one you didn't watch this new one i don't know if i did okay it's like yeah so this is okay let me just let me just first of all spoiler this might be a spoiler to you but um did you watch the point? This ain't a spoiler. Did you watch the uh, the part after Leon shot the girl and what they did after? About what they did after? Yeah, where it's him and Fatback walking. I know where. I don't want to spoil it for anything, but I know where. I watched the episode where he's crying as Franklin's mom braids his hair. Okay, that's a new episode. Oh, then I have seen it, yeah. And then that's the- not the newest episode. There's a new episode that came out last night, but that's the newest episode. Right, that cool, episode was man. really good, man. It was really good. It really it was, centered. It, was it brought really back really some good. like Leon love for me. 
But not even that, like, dude, if, if you, even if you think to where the storyline is going to go now, because now, uh, Man Boy, uh, Man, yeah, Man, Man Boy's picking his side, he's like, yeah, Man Boy's picking his side, and he's, he's riding with, um, with, with Cuz, what's Cuz's name again? Scully. Scully, yeah, so, like, now, is Franklin has a deal, Franklin finally made a good choice in being honorable throughout this whole time, which, it, which, it, it was a really good writing when, when Man Boy said, like, yo, the reason why I used to fuck with you was because you were a man, no matter what you did, it was business. But now you're making emotional picks by, you know, fucking with, with Leon. But now it's an evolved Leon and an evolved Franklin, which I, I feel like balance each other out. And now it's going to be it's gonna get wild because now you have Leon and Franklin and now you have Scully and you have Manboy. And mm-hmm. I'm watching shit after this. But that episode was really good where it's just talked about, like, the, PT, the PTSD that Leon had. Like, oh, shit, these niggas about to kill me. I'm about to go... To the to the the money oh, yeah, spot with his, with his nightmare. Yeah, take the money. I'm gonna go to the money Yo. spot, take all the money out, and then at the end, like it was really good suspense. Like, Cause at the end, I'm thinking, oh shit, Scully about to smoke this nigga with the shotgun. And I'm like, I fuck with Leon, and Almost then and then Franklin come up and that bitch like, come on, stupid motherfucker. Like it, like then they drove. I didn't. I honestly didn't think that Franklin was gonna make the choice after his uncle and uh, his uncle's girl was saying like, Yo, my nigga, just kill this nigga so we can get some bread. Yo, that fucking meme of what Franklin meme? pointing the gun at Leon, like yeah. smiling, that shit is so fucking funny. I haven't seen those memes. Bro, like someone took like a perfect screenshot of Leon's nightmare being shot by Franklin, and Franklin's holding the gun, smiling. It looks like someone photoshopped, you know when people like photoshop guns in people's hands and shit like that? Yeah. It looks like that. It looks freaking hilarious. I, I did I did like that 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 night I like how they shot that nightmare thing where it's like where he was like shit like this thing is gonna kill me because it's like it, it, you know like this shit's a business so like shit's going shit gonna happen and like how Franklin's been acting was like it wasn't it wasn't out of a, a love thing with Leon no more it was more of a business thing but that episode was really good like that 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 episode where it was kind of cheesy and powerful at the same moment when he was when Leon's uh, not Leon, but when Franklin's mom went over there and braided his his hair and he was crying, I like that. I like it, but uh, it, it, it 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 was it it, it was good because like it, I think a lot can be said by just showing a shot and not really you know having any like vocal shit going on. Like you can yeah, see no, a no lot dialogue. that was going on. No nothing dialogue be, in it. Nothing had to be said there. Like yeah, like you you felt on. that moment. But it was the only thing that was cheesy about me was like, why are you braiding this nigga hair? <laughs> like I thought you was cutting it Like that would have made A more powerful scene Was like Oh you cut his hair Now Like Leon Like kind of loses The power of himself When he when you cut the hair Like the braiding of the hair Didn't really Like it it, it was like Oh alright You braiding his hair Like I was like Oh I, I, I thought you was cut, Like cause his fro Is like you know So significant in the show Yeah So I thought like Oh like they about to Cut that shit And then like you know It makes a big powerful meaning Of like Leon is like Completely changed And like maybe you know He won't be fucking With the drug shit anymore and like he gonna go a different route. No, uh, and I like, still think he's gonna fuck with the drug shit. Even oh, he definitely is. Like when he put through the braids, and I'm just like, like if if you cutting his if you braiding his hair so like you know people don't recognize him by the fucking the the I fro think that's anymore. Definitely what it's for. It's for yeah. his identity. And then Scully was like, "Oh, they're that nigga right there. Like, let's go smoke this nigga." <laughs> like five he, minutes he, later. Didn't he still have the the afro though? Now he had the braid then. Oh shit. Uh. He, he, 
He had the braids there because that's how the that's how the, the episode finished was them getting in the car and then the episode finished with Manboy having the conversation with Franklin was like, all right, cool. Like now you pick the side and I pick the side, so get ready for some shit because some shit about to pop off. Nah, that's pretty good. And and even and even like the the whole read thing, like we 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 spoke to this last week too, where it's like he's not understanding what's going on within the world that he's created now. Who's not Franklin? Reed. Oh, Reed. So, like... Oh, no, Reed doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Exactly. So, I think that it's, like, gonna come to a point where, Te- like, Teddy, everything bro. is met I like, together. Who the fuck is, I was like, who the fuck is Reed? Teddy's his real name, but I always call him Reed because yeah. that's what they call him, Reed Thomas. And not even that, that lady, the reporter's definitely gonna get killed because she found out Reed's name and everything. Like, he, she found out his real name. Like, yeah, Teddy's real name. Like, he she, he, he, she found all that shit out. She found out... The DEA body who, like, you know, like, she gonna get smoked for sure. And already Franklin's pops was like, yo, my nigga, get the fuck out of here. Stop coming in here asking questions. Yo, and she's already telling people at the newspaper, and she's gonna make this story about it. It's like, yo. Not even that. They, they had that scene where, like, he, they were like, show me proof. And, like, they, he, she showed her proof, and they was like, all right, we're gonna back you and give you all the money. Like, yo, oh, y'all don't know, like, like some shit really about to go down. Y'all are all about to die right now. Like, like that shit, that shit is crazy. And the, fun, the funny shit was the, the one of the best... Um, writing like it was very like quick, but it was so fitting to like the character that Franklin's father is. Where she went into the the um, the shelter and she came into like yo, let's ask some more questions or whatever. And she he was like, you want to know how a reporter, you know, you want to know how to tell when a reporter's lying? Her lips are moving, moving. and I started yeah. crying. <laughs> that shit was hilarious to me. But even then, you can look at the powerful moment that, uh, I forgot about this, that Leon had when Leon went to his mother's crib, and he was like, like, she, like can I stay here? And she was like, nah. And he was like, what'd you do with all the money that I gave you? She was like, I had to spend all that shit. So, like, he basically was ass out. He didn't have nowhere to go. And he went to the shelter. And then they found this nigga at the shelter. That oh, shit was yeah, crazy. They, when they did find him. That's what really started it all. The, the pity for him. Is like yeah. Because it, it's, it's, it's the thing of like, he's it's like it, it's, it, it showed a very vulnerable Leon in a point where like, Leon has never been vulnerable. He always been a nigga, been killing niggas and was always on go. So I, I, like, I would like to see where this next episode goes, which I'm going to listen to after this podcast is over. Um, I'm not listen to it, but watch it. So, I don't know. That's all I have for today, but I forgot that that, that episode was, like, so good until I started talking you about get, you it. You're going to watch the new one tonight or something, right? Yeah, I'm watching the new one, like, right after this. I'm going to shower and watch the new one. All right, Bex, I'm definitely going to text you. like, yo, I can't believe they killed Leon. Chill, chill, chill. I didn't oh, see it yet, but it definitely takes a wild shit. S- since the, since the, the regular listeners that we have 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 uh have told me countless times like oh I didn't know that you you guys were gonna drop something new I'm letting you know again right now that we're gonna oh, have no. two shirts the dropping mer- soon the merch is here boys the merch is here we finally got everything collectively done now we just have to wait for the production shit and then we have to do a little little something different this time but there should be two new shirts by I don't know mid April probably so. Look out for that shit. We're going to put it on the, the actual website this time because we're going to get a little bit more professional. But y'all niggas can still hit us in the DMs for whatever Damn, size you we need. we put it on the website? We got to. We'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk about that later, but I, I figured some shit out. Motherfuckers but, trusting us with their credit card info? That's crazy. Chill, 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 chill. <laughs> um, Dot Talk Season 14, Episode 2. We out. Stiggity. Even caramel sundaes is getting touched. And scooped in my ice cream truck. Shall I explain it?
What up, boo? Peace, your highness, show from lounging. Big dick style, y'all niggas is the flyest. Moves you're making, true fly shoes is shaking out a rape patient. You're looking good, fly colored Asian. Ghettos, them is your hometown. We could go the whole round. After that, I'm shooting downtown. I'm rocking hats and your wig is all intact. Who's that queen bee chick? Eyes curly black. Freaks be moving in fly snakes. Two finger rings and gold teeth. And ain't afraid to hold heat. So when I step in the square, dear, you better have cream this shit. Freaking.